Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I am going to do a revision of yesterday's podcast, uh, should I say, the one on secularism. And the reason I'm doing it is I found some errors um, on the podcast and uh, it was not exactly up to date Um and I said, I'm going to do it because I find I found some inconsistencies on the podcast. I did not have time to change it. So I said, I will redo the podcast. And so I'm redoing the podcast today on uh, secularism. And um, hopefully you'll like it. Uh, if you haven't already listened to it, um, you know, do join me uh, for the same. And the podcast today is on secularism. Is it evil? And what exactly is going on behind the doors? Um, so basically, I was watching a um, YouTube video with Dennis Prager from PragerU. And he was being interviewed on Valuetainment channel. It's a very great channel, superb channel. It's on um, it's on YouTube. That's Value, V-A-L-U-E-T-A-I-N-E-M-E-N-T. Uh, -E -E so you can go up and look at it. And it, it's a great channel. They just they do interviews, but political interviews, you know, day to day interviews um, on, on current topics. And that's what it is. So it's it was great. And like I said, the interview was with Dennis Prager from PragerU. And he was talking about secularism. Now, I'm just going to go through this uh, a brief, brief details about the interview and I'll go through it and some of it is in my own words, and then I will talk about it, okay? So he's asked, Dennis uh, Prager, Mr. Pr uh, Mr. Prager is asked about, you know, fighting evil, because he said ever since he was a kid, he wanted to fight evil. Then he was asked how different was evil in the late 60s than it is today. And something um, where you... Um, he says that something where you are directly hurt, where you directly hurt others is being evil. So you do it purposely into your evil. Uh, if people don't understand these things, then there is something wrong with their moral compass, he says. Um, not to teach p young people about the great evils of the last century is a crime. They they know preferred pronouns today, but they do not know history uh, and the 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 crimes committed through history of the past century and the centuries ago. Um, and this is because we, uh, he says, uh, in 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 American universities and schools, you have non-impressive people teaching youth how to be non-impressive. So you will only be taught quack if example you you are taught by a quack basically i'm giving an example in my own words uh but he says that's what it is non-impressive people are teaching you to be non-impressive and that is the state of the american education he goes on to say um that he, he's been asked is evil evolved into stronger ways to divide uh today or has a strength of, of uh, the man gotten weaker. He says, well, generally evil is the same, although there are new phenomenons. Um, he says one of the problems is the vast number of adult children do not speak to their parents due to the difference in political opinions, and that has gone up. Um, he talks about free speech and suppression of free speech. Uh, he says never has there been suppression of free speech uh, until today, uh, like we have today, sorry. Um, he says 45% of Americans believe in free speech, they say, but they accept hate speech. 
but he says that that's self-contradictory. This is um, logically, if you, uh, this is thought, this this is illogical. Um, if you believe in free speech, and only in the speech that people agree with you, uh, then that's not free speech. You have to listen to others too. Um, he says, from Lenin to Columbia, Columbia University, the left has never allowed dissent. There is a reason, and I want you to listen to this. If there is dissent, there is no left. That is why they shut down conservative speakers. So I'll repeat what he said. This is the most important point. From Lenin in the Soviet Russia to Columbia University, the left has never allowed dissent. There is a reason. If there is dissent, there is no left. That is why they shut down conservative speakers. Um, he says four years at the average university is not enough. They know there is one cons one conservative eloquent speaker in can take 90 minutes and undo what the lie that they've been told at the campus. This is what he says. So he says uh, they only uh, entered name calling, and there's um, he, he says there's so much of name calling that he has developed an acronym for it, Six Herb, and that spells out as sexist, intolerant, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, racist, and bigoted. That's name calling, and that's what the left does, and that's all they do. He says in the name in name calling they cannot debate anyone, so they call you names. Um, Secular, uh, they cannot debate on anything. Secularism, he says, and this part is very important. I don't agree with this part, but I'll let you. I'll read it out to you. Secularism, uh, post-Judeo-Christian world produces only idiocracy. No religious people say that there are more than two sexes. The only people who say that there are are, are secular people. Um, the only people who say that men give birth are secular. Uh, secularism, he says, produces morons. Now, not every secular person is a moron, um, but uh, every secular institution is moronic. Most secular institutions are the university, um, are the universities, and they keep making secular advancements that were all moronic, that's where all moronic ideas originate. How are concepts that literally make no sense create this type of momentum, he was asked. Well, he says, he quotes someone else and says, when people stop believing in God, they don't stop believing. They believe in anything. Um, they don't stop believing in anything. They believe in something. They have to believe in something. And that, my dear friend, is secularism. Even secular conservatives don't agree with two genders on this. Uh they they think that secularism is a blessing. It's actually not a blessing in society. So this is uh, Dennis Prager. Uh, the thing that struck me the, the most, he says, secularism produces morons. Not every secular person is a moron, but secular institution. But every secular institution is moronic. And that is why we have the problem we have in India. Because we are brainwashed by secular moronic institutions, academia and media. Not every secular, sorry, um, most secular institutions are the university. That's the cradle of, of, of civilization. And they keep making secular advancements that were all, that's where all moronic ideas originate. When the left, uh, he says, um, he says the left um, doesn't believe in free speech, only believes in speech, speeches which agrees with them. Um, 
and he he says this is something that I I it struck me very very much and I lost my train of thought. Um, I'm trying to find it here. Um, I can't find it anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the left has to shut down free speech. They have to shut it down because without dissent, they will disappear. Uh, sorry, if there's dissent, there will be no left. The left will disappear. They only about submission. So I'm going to explain this in my terms. Okay, I'm going to interpret this un this uh, um, this. Um, uh, interview in my terms, not in Dennis Prager's terms. Um, secularism, socialism, uh, Marxism—all the same, just different words. Okay, they—they they are relics of the empire. So all those after feudalism, after about say during the mid nineteenth, twentieth century, when feudalism came to an end, uh, we had the problem. Uh, the people were still there. You—you you just don't give it up. It's a mentality. It's been there for five thousand years. You can't expect people not to to change. So they changed the labels on the top. Okay, they changed the labels and said, oh, communism, Marxism, socialism, secularism, everyone is equal. Um, but they didn't give up their mentality. They just changed the label. They did not introspect. They did not change anything. They did not ask the questions. They did not heal the wounds. They did not have the conversation. They just kept a stiff upper lip, in, um, kept everything inside, and here we go, and expected it to heal by changing the labels. But you, it's not the label that defines the mentality. It's the mentality that defines the label. It's the your currents that form the wave. So you change the label, the currents are still going to happen. And all those who did didn't um, uh, didn't do any homework. Didn't heal. Are what we call secular today, okay? Because they just did not heal, um, and they kept the same feudal mentality. Well, you must submit to me. I am superior to you. I have the opinions that I have, and um, basically that's it. Uh, everyone should think that they are equal. They they are superior. Everyone's equal except them. They are superior. Their voices are superior, but everyone is equal. So where does it make any sense? If if everyone's equal, then you're also equal. You should listen to me. I should listen to you. We should all listen to each other. But why is it that we're only listening to a few, which is the secular people who think they are so great, but the moment someone else has an opinion, it's, oh my God, you're racist, you're sexist, you're Islamophobic. Um, basically, it's feudalism in a nutshell. It is feudalism that is absolutely ignorant from ignorance complete and it's all about suffocating your ideas to the to your detriment to inflate the egos and the pockets of the establishment who has not changed uh, and uh, and these new secular establishment they call them some secular everyone's equal but if you look at them they're all the rich people of the planet uh, should not the planet but a lot of the rich people uh, who's controlling the economic systems of the world I'm not saying all of them but that's basically what it is. Now, he Dennis Prager talks about post-Judeo-Christian world produces idiocracy. Well, that's something I don't agree with, but I'll put it to you in my opinion. Well, Judeo-Christian is because they are they think that they truth the way of the life, and 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 uh, uh, only they have the right way of doing things, um, and you know everything starts and begins with them. They are the perfect world, but. <laughs> That's not the case, and I'll, I'll explain to you, because Abrahamic concepts believe in um, us versus them, flat earth. The earth is flat, 
Okay, so the Earth is flat, and uh, everything is us versus them, night versus day. Um, you have uh, God versus the evil de devil. Um, you have um, you have um, Hindus versus Muslims, where Muslims Shias versus Sunnis. Um, you have blacks versus white. This is this us versus them contest. It's the big bad guy against a small David. Go David versus Goliath, for those who know Judaic history. Uh, you have um, um, different... Uh, you, you don't have a cycle. There's no cycle in life. It's not currents and waves. They understand us versus them. And that's why there's always war. And if you see Abrahamic religions, for 3,000 years they've been fighting because they cannot understand that the world is flat. Um, sorry, the, they think the world is flat. They cannot understand the world is not flat. And that is the problem lock, stock, and barrel. Uh, and there's always this us versus them. So as the earth is churning and the currents form its ways, and it never stops. The, the, the currents never stop because the earth is always circumambulating. Um, so when you have that, uh, the currents going on, there will always be issues and you always have to clean up. But that's part of life. You have to clean the oceans, remove the dirt that comes up on the beach, clean it, otherwise it'll go back. But if you don't do that and you don't adjust, you don't evolve, nothing, you know, you're just going to go back into the same scenario. But this mentality of the earth is flat and it's us versus them has caused the problems in, in modern society, the secular concept. Everyone hides behind the secular label, behind the uh, label of socialism obvious socialist we everyone is equal there's no us versus them it's just labels these are uh, these are phrases words vocabulary they're just labels they're not reality they want us to con convince ourselves that these labels are good but the labels are not they're labels it doesn't change anything for you you're still the same uh, person you're still the same current in the wave you still have to do the same homework by changing the label on the top, does it change the mentality? No. But they change the label and all they want to do is convince us. So we have to convince us that their label they, that they invented is, is, is perfect. It's not. It's absolutely evil because there's no us versus them. And the moment you have any money, they'll say, oh, well, rich versus poor. And that's why everywhere you have secularism, there is a problem because there is never any. There's no such thing as secularism. There's no such thing as the earth is flat. There's no such thing as us versus them. And that's very important. This concept of us versus them them is very evil. Now secularism comes from Europe. Europe is Christian and it's it has a Abrahamic base. And this Abrahamic base is uh the same thing that's for Judaism, Christianity and um and Islam and it's basically um us versus them and that's why they're fighting for 3000 years and guess what is now on the subcontinent and we've been occupied we've been occupied by 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 Abrahamic groups for the last well you know 1500 years at least but we've got refugees that came into the Indian subcontinent from the Abrahamic world because we are so close India so close so we've got refugees that have come up uh, and these refugees their descendants have now become Indian people Indian citizens but we still have the Abrahamic mindset of us versus them and that has got to go once you have that once you remove that concept you understand we're all currents currents and waves it's my currents that form the waves so I have to go back and change it and then we'll heal
Uh, I can't change it, sorry, but I can heal and remove the garbage. Again, that garbage is up to you what it is, but remember every junction in life is 360, so you have to look at all angles. Um, so on listening to this document, this interview on YouTube, it, which struck me, and I, I just explained it to you in my own words, um, I'm going to talk about another documentary that's making headlines, and that's the BBC documentary on uh, the Honourable Prime Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi. Um, as you know, the left, the secular left, who pretends to be uh, so perfect, us versus them, sexist, and the only thing they can do is sexist, intolerant, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, racist, bigoted. That's the only thing they can uh, tell you. Um, oh, I forgot the jihad word. Sorry about that. Um, they went berserk with it. Okay. Um, and of course, they are they are trying to screen it slowly uh, everywhere you, they go. Um, but um, let's put it this way: it, it's it's a leftist, socialist, secular uh, documentary, and the and the right is giving them backlash. So let me explain this to you: the BBC documentary. Um, a few months ago, Rahul Gandhi went to the UK and met up with Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn was uh, the last uh, leader of the. Labour Party in the UK. Today we have someone else. I don't know what's his name, but Jeremy Co. He he followed Jeremy Corbyn. Now Corbyn is what the was the Corbyn was the head of the Labour until recently. Like I said, a socialist who depends on immigrant votes. All he does is scream racism and Islamophobia. Corbyn would have have his contacts at the BBC. Not only would he do Rahul a favor, okay, but he would play to his vote bank of Muslims in the UK who are brainwashed that Hindus are kufar and, and they have caused the genocide in Kashmir, um, like in Palestine. So the socialists are going to save them and deliver them, but do you think the Islamists really care about these secularists? They're just temporary friends. They're just using them. Once they get to power, it's all over. Uh, so this was mainly for Jeremy Corbyn and his socialist ranks in the UK and the Muslims who voted for the conservatives in the twenty in twenty nineteen because they were so tired of of the labor making all those mistakes uh, that they voted for labor they voted for the conservatives in twenty nineteen so he, Jeremy Corbyn and the labor have to get them back onto the labor platform into the labor plantation so guess what he has to bring them back by doing exactly what they want him to do scream about Kashmir scream against Muslims in India we the big bad kufar bad 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 kufar uh, and. And guess what? Um, he will get them back. He will scream about Palestine, Palestine, Palestine. And that's all he does. Um, plus, the Prime Minister of the U UK is a Hindu, Rishi Sunak. And obviously, people don't like him. And the uh, Hindu, they just think Hindutva. And um, they do not like the Muslims, don't like Rishi Sunak. So guess what? There are 5 million Muslims in the United Kingdom. And they are absolutely going to use this as a way to get them back for the 2020, I think, 24, 25 elections in the UK. I don't know when it is. I think 24, 20. So they're definitely going to be using it big time. Now, Modi is also, here's another reason, Modi is very close to Israel, which the Muslims don't want do not like and they want to destroy especially the Muslim Brotherhood uh, who has a big, big control of the Muslim Ummah in, in the United Kingdom. Um, 
And they do not like that he's, they do not like Israel, they do not like Modi, and they put the two together, and there is a vote bank waiting to be had in, in the United Kingdom. And all of this, of course, helps um, Rahul Gandhi in, in, in uh, Rahul Gandhi over here. He, it helps them, and um, it's absolutely, it's, it's a win-win situation for all the secular people and their uh, minds, their conniving minds, and sort of involving themselves in economics, how to improve the economics. They sit there behind, make accusations, and, and call people names, and this is what they get. Uh, and we know that BBC now is a very socialist, left-leaning uh, association um uh, left leading uh institution they only take up for the left they only take up for uh the leftist cause and uh, all the poor little immigrants poor little people of color color racism oh my god it is disgusting what a institution they've become now modi is a very powerful force protecting india from the inside and outside even every strong um He's even strong against Pakistan and China. Uh, Modi is not liked by the secular Indians in the UK. And a lot of Indian Christians who live in the UK are brainwashed to hate you, Modi. Now, we all know that a lot of Indian, a lot of Christians in the UK, plenty, plenty, plenty. Um, and guess what? Uh, they do not like the United Kingdom. Uh, they do not like Narendra Modi. Uh, Sorry, did I say that right? I apologize. Uh, there are a lot of Christians in the UK from India, um, Catholics, uh, Anglicans, and they do not like Narendra Modi. We are brainwashed from the time we are born to like him, to uh, to despise every single Hindu, um, and and this will just send them over over the edge. So they are going to be loving this, and they're going to have serious wet dreams with this, and they're going to be you know voting big time for um, for the Jeremy Corbyn. And, and here we go. Uh, now, Modi is doing a lot with Indian economics, arming them with weapons to protect its borders. He is raising the Vedic civilization, which uh, the secular, socialist, Islamic, Christian alliance does, wants to destroy. So the, the Christian and uh, the Islamic uh, alliance of um, at last two colonial invaders into the Indian subcontinent, they butchered the planet and can, they butchered the Indian subcontinent and turned it into blood red. And uh, this, they have now called themselves secular. So they're hiding behind the tag of secular, but in reality behind this tag, they are still continuing their colonial hangover. And their alliance with the Marxists and the communists, and you wonder why God needs an alliance with Marxists and communists and secular people who do not believe in God because seculars don't believe in God. Uh, why do they want to to form an alliance together? Because this is all about power, and the one way to get get into power, destroy civilization, is through education. So secularism has destroyed our education on the Indian subcontinent. And if we get back to this education, if we get back to being smarter, uh, more economic savvy, more uh, ed culturally savvy, more scientifically savvy. Uh, they're not going to their colonial hangover of Islam and Christianity will be destroyed. They don't like that. They just do not like that. They want to destroy the Indian civilization because it's contradictory to their worldview. And if it's contradictory to their worldview, guess what? Uh, they don't have a chance because they'll say, "Well, if God really exists and He's the truth, the way, the life, and our Abraham is the only God, but how come you have the Indians doing so well?" That's because their worldview doesn't exist. It is absolute. It's a scam. Okay. Uh, 
I'm sorry, but I, I'm, I'm an ex-Christian and I have nothing that, that I can even fathom of being even logically close to being correct because um, Abraham, uh, Abrahamic groups are about flat earth. The earth is flat. We have heaven and hell, us versus them. Uh, and we know that it doesn't exist. We know that it's, we are currents and waves. Uh, so they don't like him. And the moment Modi empowers the economics of the world, this India is now the third or fourth largest economy in the world, going even stronger. And if that happens, then the Indian subcontinent is lost to the Abrahamic groups. Um, and their colonial hangover is over. Uh, the reason why um, the Indian civilization did not submit was that it had knowledge. They never submitted to the invaders and they knew... Uh, as they knew Islam and Christianity had nothing to uh, to to offer um, except violence and terror. And that's what for, for 1,500 years, this is what is going on. Uh, one group or the other, there's been violence and a lot of violence. And a lot of it has been, has got to do with this Abrahamic mindset. It hasn't got over. They've invaded slowly, slowly, slowly by taking over territory. And now they uh, are absolutely, um, they, they in, in, indoctrinated our minds. Um, and um, they do not like the fact that... Um, the Indian civilization is no longer ignorant. It is now got knowledge. We're connecting the dots. We're rising up, and they do not like this, and and that's why we survive. But they want to continue. At the moment we have economics, we will continue, it and the Abrahamic hangover will be uh, subdued. Um, our ancestors never submitted to the invaders as they knew that Islam and Christianity had nothing to offer. However, the secular Indian Congress allied. Uh, with colonial invaders um, and their leftovers and completely shut down any knowledge of our Vedic ancestors, which led us to declining even faster in 60 years since 1947 um, compared to the 1500 years uh, where, um, where even after all the invaders, we did not give in so easily because we had knowledge. Knowledge is the most important thing and that's why it's important to get back. So they're worried that the Vedic people will get back their knowledge and they will they will never achieve their goal of destroying our Vedic civilization to the detriment of the Abrahamic cabal, whose supremacy knows no bounds. Now, Rahul Gandhi gets his votes in India and has worked a long time they, and they have spread their long-awaited dream of stating that Hindutva is racist. Hindutva comes from two words, Atwa, all that lies in between, Hind. Hind means comes from the word Sin, which means water. So bodies of water, all the, that lies around the bodies of water, that means the currents that form your ways, is what we've been saying for so long. It's, it's, a, it's a scientific phenomenon in context of India because the whole planet is currents and waves. What lies, what are your currents that form the waves? What lies in between? It's very, very important. Um, and But they have made this into, uh, the, the seculars uh, who are losing ground have made this into a racist ideology. And this BBC documentary gives his 
wet dream uh, um, a reality by calling Hindutva racist and that's what they want to do they have nothing they, they don't talk about terror in uh, they do not talk about terror um, the Islamic terror they don't talk about Islamic Mujahideen how many people they've killed not once has he mentioned all the people that has been killed from 1947 onwards and it hasn't stopped not once has he talked about all the riots that happened in Gujarat he's not talked about the Mopla genocide he's not talked about the Kashmiri issue he has never talked about it because his vote bank is the Muslim, are the Muslims in India and he they the Congress has used the Muslims lock stock and barrel it's not like they would have benefited from his patronage no only the mullahs and the and the high off people have benefited from their patronage uh, but the mullah, but the mullahs and tullahs uh, they do not let it trickle down and so the bulk of the the Muslims are just giving them their votes but in reality they're doing absolutely nothing um, so it's not like Christians and, and Muslims uh, are benefiting from this. Um, so basically that is it. Now, as we say, uh, as I mentioned also, Europe and America do not like that Modi economics is worrying them uh, because they are highly, um, I'm the truth, the way to life, we are the boss. They cannot say anything to Modi as this is a democratic country, so they harp on the Muslim card, the fascist card, the the intolerance card, the untouchability card, and here we go. Um, Modi is not biting, okay? Um, and and he doesn't care about these people. He's doing what he has to do. Um, now, America is not happy with Modi because he's not taking sides in the in the Ukraine war. So this is their payback. So they they basically the the left in America is also supporting um, you know the BBC, uh, which is for them it, it's like a wet dream. But anyway, um, for them, um, so basically the left has ganged up together which is a political war. This is a political propaganda war. And um, they are killing more Christians in Europe. Um, there are more Muslims that killed in the ever, everlasting war in the Middle East. But no, they have to harp on Modi. They have to invent, um, they have to create violations. They have to create disturbances. They have to create chaos. They will light fires in a tinderbox and, and they, will, they will absolutely... Um, they will absolutely, uh, you know, set up a, a violence genocide, and they'll say, "See, see, see, it's, 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 it's war. It's Modi. It's Modi." But they, they will not take, uh, they will not take advantage of of the fact that, uh, you know, they're they are lying lock, stock, and barrel, and they they will not admit. Should I say? I apologize for that. They will not admit that. You know, this is their work in in a nutshell. They are the wolves in sheep's clothing. Um, so Rahul Gandhi is going to benefit from this, but you know, every, like everything else, there'll be pushback. He says, um, you know, this is Modi versus poor minorities and the creations of the narrative to fight against evil. That's what his position is, and how they're the only side, uh, only sole helpers of the Indian people. That's what the Congress thinks. They they say they will solve all problems. Never mind. In sixty years, they've created more problems than they've solved, but they will fight solve all problems. Inflation, hate, getting back to joining India. Um, 
Bharat Jodo Yatra, which means join India, where they will spread love, not hate, because hate is always the unsecular people and they are the secular uh, lovers of the planet. Like I said, they're all about name-calling, sexist, intolerant, xenophobic, hate speech, homophobic, Islamophobic, racist, bigoted. That's the only thing they do. Point fingers at others, but they don't realize that it's three fingers pointing back at them because it's their currents that form the waves. Um, now. Um, that's those are some of the points i'm just going to go um i'm just going to go onwards with that with uh, something else um so most of us there here is another question here's here's another point okay the Congress knows that they're not going to win India anymore. They're not going to win elections. They will win a little bit here and there, but their time in power has gone. So they will win with uh, alliances. Okay, so they always will win in alliances. And when you have an alliance, it's very, very difficult. Um, they have lost the soul of India. They've never been the soul of India. They've always tried to impose us um, a soul that is their soul, but we never bit the dust. So now they know that you know, they will never get back to the glory days where they control the academia and the media and their socialist, secular, ignorant education um, is, is what uh, they um, they are and they've destroyed India. So the only other way is to increase their vote bank. But what is the vote bank that they're looking for? They're looking at the Muslim vote bank. They only want a Muslim vote bank because the Muslims will give them their votes uh, because the Muslims will not give the Hindus their votes, at least in bulk. I and mean, they will always be a little bit uh, both ways. But uh, there will be some Muslims voting for BJP a lot, actually, and there will be Hindus voting for for um, for this, for Rahul Gandhi and his Congress. Um, but in, in bulk, they're not going to get much. And so the only way is to get the Muslim vote back and to increase the Muslim vote back. What better way is now that Pakistan is coming down to join Pakistan with India? That's what they want. They will join Pakistan with India. They will join the... Uh, they will join uh, Bangladesh at one time with India, and that's what they want. And there's 600 million Muslims there. Imagine that vote bank against the Hindus. That's that's the only thing they want, because they will rise up to power. They will be in power again, and they will convert this land into an Islamic uh, empire. And that's that's what Rahul Gandhi wants, because and and that's what the Congress wants. They're never going to get anything else. And for people who think that I am joking, I'm a fool um watch out for this it's coming they want to join india not because they not because they care about india they want to join because they want power back and power means only people on plantations and they will scream the victim card the minority card and guess what it's pretty much over after that they know that they will destroy the vedic civilization with the power uh of their vote and that's it um, so this is what their back there is secularism evil and what is going on during behind closed doors. That is what is going on behind closed doors. That's what they want to do. And that's not what we want. We want to rise up and we want to get rid of the secularism because it is a scam. It's never been anything but evil. And the earth is not flat. It's not about us versus them. We are all the same. It's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. If we do not heal, we are not going to stop. If we believe in nonsense, us versus them, heaven versus hell, it's going nowhere. Um, we have to heal from the inside 
Stop the violence in your homes and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence at your borders. Have that conversation. Heal and you will be better. Um, basically, that's it. Um, what they think they secularism is a, just a modern word for fascism that's all feudalism fascism and i have nothing nice to say about it i grew up being secular but told that secular is good but the moment i got my voice and did my research uh for me it is over and unfortunately it is what it is so um i'm gonna let you make your own opinion i'm not here to change your opinion or tell you to vote from here to there um change your vote i'm here to ask you to have that conversation with yourself um and and, and and offload the data, offload the baggage. And uh, yes, absolutely. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. I wish you all the very best. Uh, thank you so much for listening to me. And this is a revision of yesterday's podcast. So that, um, yeah, we just got rid of some inconsistencies that I saw, I heard on that. So thank you very much for your ch- time. You have yourself a great, great day.